BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hi, everybody. It's Lisa from BeastNet Podcast, and tonight we're talking with Julie. Um, Julie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you got going on right now? So much, so much exciting stuff. Uh, lots of projects in the work for uh, the OCR world. Um, in two weeks, we have the OCR triad, which is the inaugural triad weekend. And uh, what the triad is, is three uh, events in one weekend. We have the Mark Ballas uh, Wicked Trail Run on Friday. On Saturday morning is the Scenic City Mud Run. And Saturday afternoon is the Endo Challenge, which can best be described as an OCR physical event meets an escape room. Military style. (laughs) That's amazing. Is this the first year for this or has it been going on for a while? The Scenic City Mud Run has been going on for a while, and Mark Ballas, of course, has operated his driven uh, Wicked Trail race for years, but this is the first time we've collaborated together, and this will be the first Indo Challenge. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have another one coming up in September, right? In October, we October. have, um, October 10th is the Celtic Warrior Challenge, and it is in Meridian, Mississippi at an unbelievable venue there, um, Bonita Lakes. It's 3,300 acres with, uh, I want to say, a 200-acre lake in the middle that is, it's just phenomenal. I'm oh, so excited wow. to work on that because the terrain is uh, is going to be unexpected for sure. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Um, what made you guys decide to do the triad? The triad was kind of a collaboration when, uh, you know, Mark and I have had, I've ran his races. I love his uh, style and what he's done and we're good friends. And when, um, after the Scenic City Mud Run last year, we just kind of tossed around some ideas and decided to pair it together and then uh, add an endurance event and call it a a triad and uh, gives people the opportunity to earn a little bit more bling in one weekend. Uh, Of course, when we put this together, we had no idea COVID was going to haunt us. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, we're, we, we're pushing forward. So um, I think that those that make it out to the event are really going to be glad that they did. That's fantastic. Um, and then the Celtic uh, one in October, how's that going with everything with COVID? Are you guys still set to go? Any surprises or anything going on there? I know, right? So uh, we went down last week and met with the mayor, uh, uh, Mr. Percy Bland of of Meridian. Phenomenal support out of that city. I've never worked with a host city that has been more supportive. Um, We have the go-ahead. 100% 100% from the city. We're on city property. Um, but, but like I said, we have the go ahead from the city to move forward. I actually had a conference call with them again today, um, just about the safety measures that they would like to see, um, in place. They've had several successful events of, uh, large gatherings in outdoor venues there in the, in Lauderdale County in the past couple months. So, um, and it's been successful. They've had no issues, uh, come from those. So, we're really looking forward to uh, having our event down there. And they are too, you know, they're looking forward to having OCR in Meridian. They've never hosted an event. So they're really looking forward to having the community there. 
That is fantastic. What are you guys having to do for, I guess, I want to say social distancing or how, how is that playing a factor in everything? I mean, uh, are all about like, oh, it's the festival and hanging out with their yes, friends. Yes. So what's, are you guys having to change a lot or? Um, not a ton. I mean, I, I feel like we have a really good balance between keeping those racers who may have a compromised immune system or may want to keep their distance, keeping them happy and healthy, but also not creating such a disturbance that people are like, oh man, this sucks. I don't want to, I don't want to be here. You know, yeah. um, our title, uh, sponsor here in Chattanooga, uh, for the OCR weekend is a hospital. So they were responsible for handing down our, uh, our COVID precautions, so to speak. And they will include, um, temperature checks to enter the festival. Of course, that questionnaire we've all answered a thousand times. Have you been exposed? Do you have a fever? You know, yeah. would I be here if I did? Come on. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then we'll have some options as well, like uh, drive-through packet pickup, no contact medals, um, but those won't be required. If you want to pick your packet up on site and you want to receive your medal from a live human putting it on your head, you have that option. So I feel like we've got a good mix of giving people options. Um, you know, there's hand sanitizer everywhere and we've hired extra cleaning crew and extra staff to make sure that any of the high touch areas are sanitized and very well taken care of um as far as cleaning but uh we will socially distance the uh starting gate you know if somebody if somebody came there you know and and slept in the bed with this person last night i'm not gonna tell them they gotta be six feet apart you know they can start (laughs) to get Um, they can start with their own team but I will you know just out of respect for racers who have that concern I definitely do want to offer a six-foot social distancing between teams but um, you know I've I've attended one race post-COVID and um, they made us all stand six foot apart and you know I laughed because I was like hey this you know we all traveled to Florida together. We slept in the same bed, you know? <laughs> but okay. Um, <laughs> smaller heats. Uh, yeah. Last year we did, we had 1400 racers and we were doing um, heats of 75 to a hundred. This time it'll be closer to 25 heats of 25, a little bit more often. Um, so as a race director and when you, you lay out the course, of course, you have to design the course a little bit differently as well to accommodate quicker heat times yeah. so that, um, you know, one thing we never want is to have a, an, a line and an obstacle and uh, yeah. any kind of bottleneck on the course. So it's been, um, you know, I will say it's been very challenging to host an event. It's been very challenging to get all the permits and insurance. Oh my gosh, insurance, you know, um, they already hate insurance obstacle course races. So you throw a virus in the middle of it and me <laughs> wanting to put a thousand people together. <laughs> that becomes an issue. But, um, you know, we, we could have canceled at any time. I really just felt like this was um, kind of, we need this. OCR needs this. Uh, the, our community needs this. Um, the community of Meridian, the community of Chattanooga, we need that tourism money. We need that um, camaraderie on the course. I see every day on social media, OCR is dead. OCR is dead. And it's not. Um, you know, there are just a lot of large brands that have canceled. Do I know? Do I understand why they canceled? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
but it, and it wasn't it's not been easy to forge forward but you know here we are doing it so yeah I, that's interesting that people are saying the OCR is dead like you can almost say that about any sport right now because yeah nobody's able to uh, people can't go to baseball or football or basketball games they can't even go to hockey games so if those sports can survive I don't see how obstacle course racing can't survive too we're just in a really frustrating time, I guess is the best way to put it because yeah, the bigger races are canceling. Um, so a lot of our local races have, have canceled, but I don't see that as we're going to move forward with this and still be racing next year. We just have to get through whatever all this is right now. How are you feeling about when people make that comment that OCR is dead? Obviously it frustrates me to no end because, you know, here there are a lot of local race directors out here really just busting our our tail to put on an event and um you know while i i mean i support all race brands as you, i mean you can see i, yes. I run everything <laughs> um i support them all uh but you know i i just don't want people to forget about us you know don't forget yeah. about the smaller races they may surprise you you know we've got 27 obstacles in a 5k course and um it's 100 completion for competitive i feel like a lot of people are going to be surprised when they hit that course because we've got some pretty high fail obstacles this year and um you know it's gonna it's gonna challenge them where they would be surprised that they have met such a challenge in a local event or a smaller event um with you know 1500 so people so uh, it, it's frustrating it's definitely frustrating and um one of the reasons that we've launched the ocr strong campaign with uh uh chris from mud racer and russ from ocr buddy was to kind of combat that and to spread a source a, a sense of oneness and community and strength among ocr and um you know, that's an exciting project that that's up and coming and just launching. So we're really, and BeastNet is a uh, proud sponsor of. Yes, we are. So um, yes, we're thrilled. I think that's a great thing that you guys started because it reminds everybody that we are, we are a huge community and it is OCR strong. There's so many people that have benefited from OCRs and there are people that want to do them and it's just like, you know, they're frustrated. They're like, who's going to be my year? Well, next year can be your year. Just keep training, keep moving forward. And, you know, they talk, you know, Spartan talks about, you know, your grit. Well, this is part of our grit. This is part of us pushing through and continuing. And it's like you said, support your local races. If you've got a local race where you're at or near where you're at, go support them. If they're still able to operate and put on a race or an event, go support them. Because those are the, the little races support the bigger races because that's where you start getting people involved. And I'm like, oh, well, if I do this, I can do this. So, <laughs> OCR is not dead. We're strong. We're going to come back. So, I think OCR Strong is such an incredible mission to push forward and show everybody that we are that strong. And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. With being a race director, how is it going putting things on and getting through all the red tape and the, 
you know, everything that people are like so worried about all this and how is that going? Like planning a race and, you know, you're mapping out a course and you're putting all that work into it. How does it feel when things just are going awry and pushing through? <laughs> well, I, you know, one thing just keeps coming to my mind, just overcome, overcome, overcome. Have we had problems? Absolutely. We've had to change venues. Three weeks ago, I had to change venues. Um, went from city property in Chattanooga to uh, privately owned property just across the state line, 20 miles south into Georgia, um, because the mask mandate in Chattanooga would not allow us to have unmasked racers. And um, as a racer, I wouldn't want to have to run with a mask on, and I'm not going to ask my participants to do so. So, you know, changing changing venues within a month of the race was difficult, but it's, you know, it's doable and we've done it. We've this putting on this event is different than any other event because the community of OCR that wants to be back on the course have just really, really rallied behind Jason and myself to help us build the course, help us uh, promote it, help us spread the word. I bet we've had, you know, 20 times the shares on Facebook this go around than we did last time. But it's because nobody else is having an event, having events in our, in the Southeast. Um, I know there's some up um, Ohio and up Northeast um, and probably out West, but in the Southeast, we're it. Um, And so the community itself has just been, an amazing support system and say, you know, how can I help? What can I do? We've got racers coming up from Florida and uh, two or three hour drive this weekend just to help us build our course. And some of these people I just met. Um, so while it has been difficult and we have had to jump through a lot of red tape, I feel like the community sees that we're trying and pushing with everything we've got and they're kind of rallying behind us at this point to help us get it going, help us with, with anything and everything. Obviously, you know, last year I mentioned we had 1400, almost 1500 racers. Yeah. This year we're not going to have that. So when you have, um, you know, we, we, we custom build our race course every year. So it's not the same. It's never going to be the same. None of our courses are ever going to be the same. You're never going to step on a course built by OCR addicts and it look identical to another course. Um, so our budget, <laughs> oh my God, our budget. <laughs> when you have 1400 racers versus 500 racers, it's a big difference in budget. And, uh, you know, it's a real hard time to get sponsorship right now, but man, just, it's unbelievable for both races, for Celtic Warrior Challenge, for um, the St. City Mud Run, the Indo Challenge, you know, so many of my friends in OCR have stepped up and said, hey, I want to help. You know, Mike Couch down in Meridian, Mississippi and, and Tammy Burkeen are leading a massive charge down there and rallying those local businesses and, um, you know, the, the pipeline down there is a great sponsor. Berserker Brew has come on board to sponsor Legendborn. You know, there's so many of our friends in OCR that are saying, hey, you know, we want to help. We want to lift you guys up and uh, whether it be a financial contribution or simply showing up or helping build, it's just an amazing support system and we couldn't do it without that. That's phenomenal to hear that. I know over here on the West coast, 
It seems like everything has been canceled. I think there's something going on over towards Seattle-ish, like north of Seattle. And it's like a two-mile little mud run. And I'm so ecstatic about it. It's like, <laughs> I get to get muddy. It's been, yes. almost, <laughs> it's been almost a year since I've been able to race. And so I, it's like my soul is just craving that you know, it's the racing, it's seeing your family, it's seeing people just start getting into it. Um, so it was great to see a little local race pushing through and being able to have an event. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the South is the only place right now that's having any kind of races going on. And oh, I, I wish I could find a way to get out there just on the simple fact, like, oh my gosh, you guys are racing. Can I come? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think that's, that's the roughest part about this year is watching all the races have to get postponed. Um, the race I was supposed to direct this year, um, they ended up postponing till next year because, well, we're just a complete mess on the West Coast right now, so... <laughs> Hey, honey, I mean, we, we're not killing it down here in Georgia by any means. So, I don't know of anywhere that's not a mess. I mean, and that's the, the positive part are that we have wonderful venues that we're working with. You know, the, the cowboy uh, farm of in uh, there in Rock Spring, they're just, it's a privately held um, farm. They are wonderful to us. They have been a great help to us. Again, the, the Bonita Lakes in Meridian has been, they have been over backwards for anything we need. Um, and you know, I can't, I can't wait for people to go and experience that city. It's so full of culture. It's so rich in music and history. And I I love to visit Meridian. I just love going and I'd never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's so awesome. Like, I love seeing this happening. I love seeing the passion and the drive that the cities are showing and all the sponsors and the willingness of volunteers. Like, if we can just keep that going, which I'm sure we will, as soon as people start realizing, oh my gosh, races are actually happening next year, I think you're going to see a huge increase in people volunteering because they've missed it so much. They want to go and support and help build and bring it back to where we were and push forward to where we could go, which is so exciting to see that people still want to, that drive is still there to volunteer and be a part of and race. So that's absolutely incredible. Um, the whole mask mandate, like I I thought about that. I'm like, well, you're supposed to wear a mask. Like, um, that kind of defeats the purpose if you're racing because all the mud and everything else, like those masks aren't going to stay sanitary. Are you kidding? (laughs) And I, I joke with a few people that obstacle course racers, we, we might have an immunity to this thing on some aspects, like the amount of dirt and questionable things that we actually, um, oh yeah, yes, without realizing it, I think mm. our immune systems are getting kind of up there. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, how did you get into race directing? Oh, the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> I had, I was an executive for a marketing firm for 17 years and, um, long story short, became a single mom, couldn't travel and work as much. Um, and so I found myself in a midlife crisis of career change and, um, 
we started OCR Addicts as just a little race team. Um, Jason uh, Fye is my partner, and he he and I started it together so that racers from other gyms could race together because nobody wanted to race on somebody else's gym name, you know? Yeah. And it just grew and grew and grew to where we started training people. And then we started scholarshiping athletes. And um, we took a huge group to an event. And um, I think we had 60 to 80 people. I can't remember. Anyway, there was a ton of us. You know, we're all matching. And we set up our tents. And, you know, we, we obviously make a presence. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the owner of the race said, who's in charge here? And my first thought was, great, what'd y'all do? <laughs> who did what? <laughs> you know, this is this is city property, you can't have alcohol. Who broke out the alcohol? You know, something of that nature. But uh, in, in reality, what he wanted was, was help from the OCR community. And um, we were lucky enough to be able to provide that. And um, my first year as the race director was a volunteer. I, I volunteered. We um, quadrupled, no, not qu- quite quadrupled, tripled um, numbers over the previous year and were under budget. And I fell in love with the project. Uh, it worked out very well. Our- Do you like the BeastNet? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at BeastNetPod. <laughs> Hi! I never shut up. <laughs> so I lost you when he came over and said who was in charge. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I literally never shut up. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'll start over from that point. Um, the race owner came over and asked who was in charge. And uh, my first thought was, great, who did what? You know? Yeah. Um, but he was looking for somebody to help in. Um, putting on the events. They are a uh, marathon and triathlon company. They do a phenomenal job at that, but they've never been on an obstacle race course. So they inherited this event as a timing chip company and race production company from the previous owners. And, um, they were, they just needed some help. And, uh, so I worked on the project the first year with them kind of as a, a consultant. And then, um, as soon as as soon as the event was over, I knew I was hooked. I knew I was in love with race directing. Um, they were thrilled with the performance that um, I had brought, and they allowed us to design the course. They allowed us to do every aspect of it for the most part. And uh, Jason did a phenomenal job with the the course and the course layout. So they asked us immediately before we even tore the previous course down uh they asked us immediately to come back the next year and so um you know that that's how I got into it and once work you know once that event happened and it was a successful event we had huge growth in numbers we had um huge marketing efforts out all over the place and uh that grew our numbers and then just having such a great team and support system in OCR that got a lot of registrations for us so um from there it just kind of spiraled and and I was talking to other race friends or other folks that had you know it's it's hilarious I'll get I got a call two days ago from a guy in Dothan Alabama and uh (laughs) he has 450 acres and he wants to host a mud run and you know that's fantastic he uh is a cowboy he rides bulls doesn't have a clue but 
I, I, you know, <laughs> that's great. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of like with people calling you and contacting you like that, you're pushing into areas that don't really have a lot of OCRs. So mm-hmm. it's just spreading the love. <laughs> that's right, and that's why we selected um, Lower Mississippi for the Celtic Order Challenge uh, inaugural event is because they have nothing. There's nothing anywhere near them. Um, you know, I think there's a few races in Gadsden that I've been to that are phenomenal races, but even Gadsden is a long drop for them. So, um, that's a great central location. It'll pull from Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, the panhandle. Um, it's just a great central location where there are no events and the OCR community is not, uh, massive. They are like, you know, here in, uh, Chattanooga, Atlanta, we have a, a very large OCR community, but, um, but there they don't. So we're looking forward to spreading that. And what, one of the ways we're doing it is um, we had a group from Mississippi come up last weekend and get their certification to teach um, be obstacle coaches. Um, we hosted that class here and they all got certified. And so they can take all that information back to their gym and teach OCR class in their gym. So, you know, it's just a, my passion is an overall um, promotion of the sport of OCR. Um, Of course, I'm partial to my brands, uh, but I will support every OCR endeavor and every OCR brand out there just because the, the, the sport itself is my passion. I can totally agree with you on that one. Um, (laughs) I can't imagine my life without OCR. Um, I want to see it grow even more than it already has. I look at the different races, you know, that are bigger companies and I see where their races are at and it's like, well, dang, if we can just spread it even more, you're going to grow. And I get, it gets people moving and off the couch. You don't have to be an elite athlete. You can be just starting out and still race and enjoy it and have fun. And think that's the best part of this community. And once you get to know people, they support you no matter what. You have a new family with OCR. Like you can be going down the road and somebody sees your Spartan shirt and you hear a roo out the window or, you know, (laughs) they see your shirts and they want to know, oh, where was this? What is this all about? And, you know, people start getting excited because they hear about it and they're like, oh, well, I never thought. Well, come do it. So it's incredible that there's that interest in the South to have more races in the States that don't have anything. And what an incredible way that, you know, through your passion, you're, you're building it down there. And that's so great to hear. Um, you know, people, we've driven 14 hours just to go to Montana, you know, to race. Oh. So, um, I can see like, you know, if you're, you're closer to a race, like a few hour drive, isn't that big of a deal. Um, our States are so spread out and so big that, you know, 14 hours. Oh, it's all good. It's not that yeah. far. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> go ahead. The furthest, I think the furthest we've been is, uh, we went to up to Tri-State. New Jersey for the ultra a couple years ago. That was quite a long, quite a long trip. We did fly, but, um, which was tough because flying to do an ultra with all the stuff you need for the ultra was, was tough. The toughest part was getting back through security in the airport with the belt buckle. (laughs) We got stopped. So, you know, there was no confiscating that belt buckle. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That belt buckle is like, that's, 
that's my goal next year is to go to Dallas and do the ultra in Dallas. I want a buckle so bad. It's like, oh, I just want that buckle. I've um, I have flown to uh, Sacramento and I was getting a trifecta that weekend. So I had my medals, you know, going down was a big deal, but coming back, like, they're like, um, we need to get into your bag. I'm like, it's just medals. And the lady checks it and she's like, We've had so many of these today. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you're going to have a lot more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, with the triad coming up, you got the trail race the day before Friday. What is the trail race consisting of? Like, how is the terrain for the trail? So Mark can, uh, this, this terrain on this venue is a lot flatter than our previous venue. Um, however, Mark can find torture in any terrain. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, there's a Creek, there's a pond. Um, there's a lot of mud. There's a lot of low lying areas. Um, it's a horse farm. So there's other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. Um, there are 22 amazingly beautiful horses in the main pasture where most of the events are going to take place. And, um, you know, there, there is some, some interesting terrain that will be utilized. The, the trail race is a 10 K. So, uh, be just a little over six miles and, um, you know, don't, don't expect just to run through the woods by any means. <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing to know. And yeah. then with the obstacle course the next day, what's that consisting of? Oh my gosh. We're so excited about the uh, mud run because we've got 10 new obstacles this year um, compared to last year. Last year we had 18 obstacles. We have 25 this year. So um, three of last year's obstacles went to the wayside and um, we're replaced with new ones. And we've got some brand new obstacles that in all of my racing career and Jason's racing career, we've never seen. So that is exciting because it's innovative. It's different. Um, we've, we've had uh, some wonderful help from uh, our friend Aaron Frank and uh, Joey McGlamory out of Atlanta and Aaron's from Florida on um, helping with the build to make it possible to be able to do um, more and more obstacles that we are able to build ourselves. But um, Jason is, is typically known for having over the top hard events um, or obstacles. So we have to, in you know, that there's a little clash there. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not your elite athlete. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm never going to be a podium girl, you know, and that's cool. That's fine with me. Yeah. But, um, you know, I want to be able to complete my own course. So, uh, there's a couple of obstacles in there this year. I'm, I'm not real sure I can complete. So that's, ex it is exciting for me though, because it's exciting for OCR people to come who have ran, you know, have multiple trifectas and multiple savage syndicates and they've done all these different courses and then they step out here to this local course and they're like whoa what is that you know what is the gorilla gauntlet <laughs> what oh. um, yeah it's called the gorilla gauntlet so um i think when they when they step out there and see that they're going to be really excited i can't jason will kill me if i give too much of it away but uh, <laughs> the gorilla gauntlet is is a rig and it is very long uh i will say that um 
you know, he, he has a real sadistic way of putting obstacles back to back to know how to wear you out pretty good. <laughs> um, Barnes is a, a new obstacle for us this year. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a total surprise. It's not, again, unlike anything I've seen, um, that was a, a uh, mind creation with Aaron and uh, Jason together kind of put that one together. So it's, it's going to be exciting. I'm really That's excited. Not- to see the new obstacles. They're fun. That, that sounds so exciting. And then the um, Sunday, the event that's like an escape room, is that kind of like the surprise at the end? Like <laughs> It is. So it's, it is Saturday afternoon. So it'll start okay. Saturday after the last heat. And it will consist of uh, teams of 10. And I'll give you a little bit. So if anybody has watched and listened all the way to this point, they're going to get a little tidbit. So here they go. <laughs> um, it, it is as much mind as it is physical. There are um, eight missions. Of those eight, four are critical thinking, four are just physical workhorse obstacles. Um, they will be, their, their mission is to defuse a bomb. They're given eight different challenges. And at the end of each challenge, they will collect an asset that will help them to use the code to defuse the bomb. But it's obviously not going to be clear cut. We're not going to give you a code, you know, yeah. You're gonna have to <laughs> figure it out. Um, will there be burpees? Of course. Um, will, will there be, uh, heavy carries? Of course. Will there be running? Not much, uh, not a whole lot of running. I mean, we've, we've put these triad racers through six miles on Friday and three grueling miles with obstacles on Saturday. So it, this is going to be more, uh, more of a physical exercise component than a running component. Um, and you have a team. You have your team of 10, which is not, not predetermined. You don't get to choose your team. Um, so you may know them, you may not. And that the team aspect is going to play a large part in each mission and each challenge and working together to figure out how to, um, for example, you've got to figure out how to get this asset. I'll call it (laughs) that weighs a lot from point A to point B and you're given a box of gear half of it you don't need half of it you won't use but there are some golden tickets in there that if you put it together right you're gonna move that a whole lot faster than all the rest of the team um it's gonna be exciting I'm really really excited about that 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 uh part of the event I'm just that sounds like so much fun and when you put people together in teams we're like you know, you don't know necessarily know each other. You don't know your strengths and your weaknesses. You got to figure that out and you have to put your ego aside and be willing to yes. work as a team with these complete strangers. And that's absolutely phenomenal because you're getting to know, you, you get to know new people and it's that mental check too, like you said. So that's so awesome to hear. I can't wait to hear more about it after it's all said and done. Um, the Celtic Warrior Challenge, how's that playing out? And are any tidbits or surprises with that coming up? <laughs> well, uh, yes, of course. So uh, we were very fortunate to be able to build and leave some permanent obstacles there at the park. So anytime you can leave permanent obstacles, that means they can be bigger, they can be stronger, they can be tough and tall. 
Um, so we um, are in the design process of a few new pieces after we got that information today. As a matter of fact, we got that okay today. So um, there are going to be um, a lot of climbing, a lot of utilizing the terrain as obstacles. Um, we will utilize the lake. It's amazing. Uh, the last time I was down there, we got in and played a little bit in the lake and just kind of checked it out. Um, you know, one of the things that we bring, we definitely leave a property better than we found it. So we've been in the process of kind of dredging the bottom of the lake where we may possibly have a rope climb out of the lake, you know, um, yeah. but there was some, some junk, some concrete blocks, that kind of thing on the bottom lake. So we're digging all that out making sure that, um, you know, the, that it's safe for our racers, but also we're taking out garbage from the lake. Um, expect over five miles from that event. Um, definitely over 25 obstacles. It will be pretty grueling. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that it's going to be a little bit more grueling of a race than what we typically put on, um, just because of the terrain and what we have to work with. And it's amazing. Um, there is talk of a triad happening there as well. So, um, that's, that's pretty exciting. We got the go ahead from, from one piece. Now we, we've got to get the go ahead from the other side, but, um, you know, we've had so much response to this triad. People want to come and do three events in a weekend. You know, if you're coming to the East coast, you're going to want to do it all. Yes, exactly. (laughs) um, (laughs) Yeah. So we've had a great response. It's a, um, we, the medals are going to be amazing. The, the things are huge and they're handcrafted um, by a company that um, is called the Opportunity Center. They employ special needs adults and that's very close to my heart. Um, so, you know, we, the, the triad is a little bit more expensive of a product for us to put on just because those medals are so expensive, but I love them. <laughs> um, and I think everybody else, once they see them, are just going to flip their lid and have to have one. So um, I am entertaining the idea of, of adding the triad weekend down at the Celtic Order Challenge. That is fantastic. And I love to see that, you know, like your companies are bringing in like multiple events in one weekend. I've seen some of the other companies doing that. So it's kind of like a trifecta, but it's different. And I think it gives more variety. Like, yeah, you run the same race course three times at three different links. And yeah, that's challenging. I'm not going to lie on that. (laughs) But to have totally different events, you know, like Mm -hmm. the trail race and the enduro part and the mud run like those are three totally different things that you are pushing yourself to the limits and that's so phenomenal to hear that you're putting that on and you're you're switching it up a little bit you're keeping it ocr but you're adding more things to it and i think that gives all of the athletes a chance to push themselves a little bit further too like everybody's so focused on the obstacles and running well Trail racing isn't easy either. Um, and when you add when you add unexpected twists to it, you know, mud is not that fun to run through. Just because I feel like it's, you know, you gotta make sure your shoes are tight so you don't lose your shoes. Like there's so much that's, that's, right. add, that's added into it. So how fantastic to hear! I can't wait to find out if you end up doing a triad weekend there because that's so awesome. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> what has is 2021 starting to shape up a little bit for you too? Are you looking into next year? Yes. So um, I'll kind of give you a little uh, 
I think I can do this. I think I can tell you. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> in 2021, we're going to launch the OCR Addicts series of races. So what that will be is they may they will be different race brands, but they will be all brands that we either um, are part of, have a course build, help with marketing. Because I mean, we are full service as far as it, we can do everything turnkey, or we can just help design a course, whatever it is that's needed. So um, we're going to partner with all these different race brands to create the OCR Addict series. And when you complete six of the 12 races, you'll get um, a special, it's going to be a beautiful OCR Addicts medal hanger made by the same people who made our medals. So, um, I mean, it's just, I'm super excited about that because people know people who have ran our courses, if they've either uh, been to an event that I was directing or, um, that Jason was building you know, that they know that they're going to get their money's worth. So I think that that's going to be exciting for 2021. That is super exciting. Oh my gosh. How great. I'm looking forward to you guys launching that and announcing more of the details on that. Cause I love that you are giving people something to look forward to. And I think I think the race brands need to really push that too. give your racers and all of us something to look forward to. I think people are getting really down and out because they don't have like their whole season has been taken from them due to the virus and everything else. So to have something to look forward to that it, OCR can't die if they have something to look forward to and let alone all the people that are like, uh, no, it's still going. So how awesome to hear that happening next year. And of course, just come to us. We'll help promote that. <laughs> Beast will be all over that. That's right. And you better be over here. You better be getting to Texas or Georgia or somewhere. That is in my plans. I just got to figure it out. You know, once more races start dropping their dates and everything else, then, oh yeah, I happily start traveling out that way. <laughs> And that, you know, the frustrating part, the most frustrating part are the travel restrictions. Yeah. Um, because we've got, you know, I, I've got a, a, several good friends up in the New York area that can't travel. Um, you guys, I think you guys are on travel ban too, or you are uh, self-quarantined for 14 days, whatever. Yes and no. I haven't heard too much about the state. People around here are, <laughs> people are traveling around here because they really, they're, they're frustrated. And I think people are ready to move on with their lives, even though this Absolutely. is going on. So yeah, there's limitations. Like you can camp, but you, you can camp, but you can't do this. You can do this, but you can't do this. <laughs> and it's like, it changes daily. So <laughs> I really don't know. Like, I guess if you're in a situation where you probably should quarantine for 14 days then yeah, you should, but there's not mandated that I know of, but there's a lot of places where it is mandated. You have to quarantine for 14 days and that's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the travel bans are, they're sucking right now. Definitely. Definitely. And they're putting a, it's like a thorn in your side. Like, you know, Oh, I got all these plans. I'm going to go do this. And then, yeah, no, you can't go do that. So it's a thorn in everybody's side. And I think even the people that would love to go out there this year, it's like, well, I could, but what are my repercussions if I go? How's it going to reflect when I come back and try to go to work or 
I'd say school, but that's not, that's all online. So that ain't happening. Um, Oh, heck no, honey. My kids are there. They are going (laughs) full time going. Tomorrow's our first day of high school. Um, The little one has been in school since Monday and uh, I couldn't be happier. (laughs) Oh my God. I need to come out there. (laughs) It's all online and it's like pulling. Mm -hmm. I got a 16 year old and pulling teeth with her. I was like, you have to be here. You have to. And I get the, I get the know-it-all eye roll sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they gave us the option. I was like, oh, no, they're going back. (laughs) I am not a teacher. My kids did not learn anything during digital learning (laughs) at all. Uh -uh. So, yeah, mm, no, they're they're going back. And, you know, I think it's a lot different here than it is out there. And in other areas, I mean, our gyms have been open for months. Thankfully, uh, one, well, our gym here, our local gym, our house studios, who is the home gym for OCR addicts. Um, they actually, she's actually offered to let anyone that is traveling here for the event camp there, uh, inside indoors, obviously, but we have uh, 14,000 square feet. I mean, you can socially distance all day in that space. Um, and it's, we have showers, we have everything you could need except for a stove, uh, there in the gym. So that's been extremely helpful for out of town guests because they can bring, if they want a privacy, they can bring a tent, if not bring an air mattress and, you know, just throw them in there. We'll have a big OCR slumber party <laughs> that is and it's free. So, that's you know? great. so a lot of racers that have either lost their job or, you know, lost funds due to COVID, um, are having a hard time with, with travel expenses. And so that that's been a huge plus to some of our racers that wanted to come, but you know, a hundred dollars on a hotel per night and flights, gas, whatever it is. Flights are cheap. I flew, I flew last weekend. It was dirt cheap. So (laughs) yeah, I've noticed that flights are dirt cheap because, um, I've looked at flying out and meeting some of the more heart than scars people who are traveling to the Celtic warrior. And I'm just like, Oh, that is tempting. <laughs> they will all be, well, they're, they're coming up this weekend for my build to help with my build, but they will all be at, at both events, Scenic City Mud Run and um, the Celtic Warrior Challenge. They're very, very close friends of mine. The, uh, they're our benefactor for the Celtic Warrior Challenge, More Heart Than Scars is. So, That's yes, incredible. you should just come on out. <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to squiggle that in. I don't know if my boss will like me taking another <laughs> few days off, but you know, I'll work around it. <laughs> uh, come on, fly into Atlanta. We'll get somebody to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the triad, the Celtic warrior, um, how's the rest of you? Are you kind of done after that? Starting planning for next year, and where are you so sort of, uh, sort of, yes. Um, as far as OCR planning or, or race event planning, yes, we'll be planning for 2021, but there's so many projects that were in the, in the works, um, planning and building that are not necessarily on course projects, but they're part of OCR community. You know, I mentioned the OCR strong project. Um, that's going to be a huge thing for the third and fourth quarter of the year. Um, I'm excited to be working with legend born on some new product launches, for training gear. Um, obviously their, their line of 
OCR jerseys is, is phenomenal and I love it, but um, there's not a lot of need for it right now if a lot of racers aren't on the course, but we're all still training. We're all still working out. We're all still, we all still want to support our brands and yeah. um, support our teams. And, um, you know, anybody that's ever worn legend board knows how wonderful it is. So I love uh, my one Jersey. more. <laughs> <laughs> I might know a girl, <laughs> um, but we're, you know, we're really excited about launching some training line products that are going to retail for a little less than half of what the jerseys retail for, but you still got that full all over sublimation look that, um, it's just, I mean, our jersey, the OCR jerseys that they've produced for us are just killer. I mean, we don't go anywhere without somebody stopping us. And talking to us about our jerseys because they look so good. So um, that's a big project for the third and fourth quarter, too. So I'm excited about that. Um, You know, just a lot going on in OCR, period, for for me through the end of the year. That's fantastic to hear because that's, you know, again, that's pushing people to realize, hey, there's still stuff going on. You still got to train. That's so fantastic. I love hearing about everything that's coming up. how can people find you on like social media, getting all the details, like for the races? What are all the, <laughs> where can everybody find you right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, my address is okay. <laughs> um, ocraddicts.com. We'll have uh, a link to all of our uh, projects on it. It will have Celtic Warrior, it'll have Scenic City Mud Run, um, the OCR Trad Weekend. It has pictures from last year's events. Um, there's a Legendborn link on there, OCR Strong link. Um, obviously, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well, Scenic City Mud Run and um, the Celtic Warrior Challenge. Uh, we're, I think I already said we're on Instagram too. So well, you can get to our registration site through any of those. You can also get to it through my personal um, Instagram link tree it's jules underscore ocr addicts j-u-l-e-s underscore o-c-r-a-d-d-i-x um so you know if you can't find me i don't know what's that yet we're everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that is fantastic well i don't want to take up too much more of your time because i know it's late where you're at um Thank you so much for coming on and spot talking to us about everything. And I'm so excited to see and hear how the events go for you. Cause I think it's a very positive sign of OCR thriving and coming back from all of this. Absolutely. We, um, you know, we, everybody thinks I'm crazy for doing it. They do. And I've heard that a thousand times, but at the same time, I've also heard for every, I can't believe you're doing this. I've heard 10. I'm so glad you're doing this. And, um, you know, really feel like if we push through this and we can have some successful events and keep our racers safe, that it'll, it'll really have, um, I think 2021 will have a place for us for sure. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on and I hope you have a wonderful night and I'll definitely be talking to you soon. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Night. Good night. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.